This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. You know, I've got an idea. Hmm. I can help people find what they need, Regina. And what do I need? You don't even know? That's so sad, Regina. Love. You need love. You're going to help me find another soulmate. It is possible to find love again. I've never seen Pixie Dust fail. It will find you your perfect match. If you let it, it will find your happy ending. My happy ending looks like Snow's head on a plate. No. Aren't you at least curious? What if I can do what I say? Well, then I'd say that's real magic. Well, I'm a fairy. You might want to try believing in me. Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is our second chance to do this episode, and we're taking it. We'll also talk about the hit ABC series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Uh, we, we are a little late this week with the episode. There were computer problems. Yes. I, I there, was, there was a glitch in the matrix. My, my uh, hard drive, like my computer kept crashing. I would just open it. I would get it booted back up. Then it would crash again, back and forth. It's but very I got, disturbing. Yeah, I know. A little worrisome, especially since I use this computer for work, too. But uh, yeah, I got it all defragged, and it seems to be working. It worked fine all day. Yay! So hopefully this won't be a lost episode. <laughs> uh, one thing uh, we wanted to mention is that our first official, and you probably might have seen this on in the feed, but our first, first official episode of Greetings from Wonderland, which is basically this show, but we're talking about Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, uh, was released this past Saturday with our guest Roberto Villegas, Yay! who has never seen any Once Upon a Time stuff before. So it's kind of interesting if you, if you want to hear me and Anne-Marie try and summarize the entire series in about five minutes. It was crazy, and it ended up <laughs> taking like 15. Yeah, at least. We kept trying. We're like, and that's all you need to know. And then no, Except it was not. Except for this. And, and that, this. And, and it's this. complicated. Basically. If we didn't already have it, because we're naming all of the episodes Alice versus something like this week was Alice versus Marshmallow Fluff, well, we totally would have named the episode. It's, it's complicated. complicated. <laughs> but uh, we do have a separate feed up in iTunes uh, called Greetings from Wonderland. If you want to, we'd really appreciate it if you went over there and at least gave it a star rating. Uh, you don't even have to write a review. If you do, great. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, just give, give it the star rating you think it deserves. And, Ooh, and you know, they, that'll... That's that, dangerous. <laughs> it was a rough episode at points. But, uh, you know, that, that, that'll give us a chance to, uh, you know, kind of get up there in the ratings. Although, when you search for Once Upon a Time in, in the podcast thing right now, Greetings from Wonderland comes up above Greetings from Storybrooke, which is weird. Awkward. Although, I'm not sure how the sorting goes with all that. But yeah, if you want to, swing by iTunes, give a review to Greetings from Wonderland. And if you haven't rated Greetings from Storybrooke, what is your problem? Go yeah, click the button. Yeah, and you know if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on the show. Mm-hmm. As long as it's not literally just the five stars. Then yeah. we'll just be like, this is five stars. We got another five-star. Yay! Yay! Okay, well, I guess uh, we should probably go ahead and get into this week's episode. So, Let's uh, do it. Anne-Marie, why don't you Ready? read the summary? Ready? Yeah. Okay. I am, I am, I am. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> 
Pan tries to make Henry change all of his stances while everybody else tries to take second chances. Tinkerbell finds Regina's true love fair, but Regina runs off because Regina is scared. Neil calls in a favor to go find his son, and the savior we know is not the right one. A check-in on Prince Charming? He'll soon be buried in the episode after Quite a Common Fairy. So, uh... Just uh, right off the top, what'd you think of the episode? I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. I've been waiting for Tink, and she did not disappoint me. <laughs> yeah, she was very. Uh, she she was very much like the the Disney version of Tinkerbell, like slightly darker. Well, yeah, slightly darker. Yeah, but I I mean, just uh, especially in the flashback and her physicality and yes. stuff. Uh, she was definitely very much like the uh, Disney. Although I don't remember Tinkerbell ever being Australian before. Everybody's Australian on this show anymore. Yeah, Australian and British. <laughs> that was horrible. I'm sorry. But okay, uh, the first thing I really wanted to talk about with this episode is this: this episode was built around second chances. Everyone was exploring or trying to get a right. second chance. Right. Bay was trying to get a second chance with Emma and Hem- Henry. 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 Oh, Henry. Bay was trying to give Emma a hemorrhage. No, I don't know what oh, <laughs> even oh means. God. No, but he was trying to get a second chance with uh, Henry and Emma. Tinkerbell uh, was trying to get a second chance at being a good second fairy. Second chance upon second chance <laughs> upon second chance. And uh, Re- Regina was also trying to get a second chance at true love uh, in the flashback. Anyway. She could have had it, gosh darn it. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately she didn't. But I, I, I definitely – that seemed very much a thematic thing they were working with the entire episode was the the concept of second chances. Second chances and earning those second chances. Or, or whether or not – yeah, if you deserve them or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have anything to speak about? Uh, <laughs> no, I think – I mean that's really – it's more of a this is sort of what happened versus a this is what to mm-hmm. discuss. I do enjoy that Bay basically points out when um, Robin Hood – sorry, had a brief moment. <laughs> I was like, who was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Robin Hood's like, you know, there's no second chances. He's going to say it once and then that's it if it works or not. He's like, this is my second chance. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> swoon. I, 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 because I, I don't think we did any major points with Robin Hood here. No, uh, we really didn't, which is I, kind of funny. I, what did you think about Robin Hood in this episode? I liked him. Yeah. I really, like, I don't feel the actor change was rough. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Obviously, there won't be too much of the flashbacks. Yeah, to the honestly, parts I can't even remember I the old remember. guy. He was in like two episodes yeah. and they weren't mm-hmm. – I mean he had focuses but it wasn't you know, crazy. I, I really thought the whole killing off Maid Marion thing was kind of a bold choice. I also think that it's Kim a bold Bun- choice that it was only four years. Mm-hmm. Again, time goes differently in – Every world and realm, whatever we would like to call them. Yeah. So in the Enchanted Forest, time actually goes pretty slow, mm-hmm. which is kind of yeah, – same look as spawn something. <laughs> um, so it's only been four years, but the 28 years, like if you go back last season in the beginning, mm-hmm. Mulan and Philip point out that they've been frozen for almost 28 years. Well, um, do, you, do you see like the time difference – yeah, there shouldn't be that much of a discrepancy. Maybe, maybe, maybe the four years wasn't a reference to the entire time that everyone had been gone. Maybe it was more of a reference just to when they kind of found the castle and started hanging out in that area. But uh, no, no, no. I, I could be missing because the baby I, was born before the curse. Oh yeah, because she was pregnant. She was pregnant. Yeah. yeah. 
Hence, hmm. he owed him a favor. Well, he owed his father a favor, which I love. And I probably pointed this out somewhere because <laughs> I now forget. But I love that he's cashing in on his dad's stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, I, oh, I, there I, it is. He, yep. he, See it in my notes. We'll, we'll go ahead <laughs> we'll and talk get it. about we'll, it now. talk about it again. Uh, well, we can talk about it now. But okay. yeah, he, he mentioned last episode that he was going to be calling in that favor. Mm-hmm. And actually, I thought that was kind of an extreme kind of almost overstepping his bounds for bait. <laughs> hey, yeah. can you, can you risk your son's life? Hi, give me the most adorable four year old ever. I'm this guy who broke into the place you've been living for several years, but it's mine, but it's mine. <laughs> and yeah, let's uh, try, try and uh, risk your son's life. That'll be great. Right. He, he owed Rumpelstiltskin a favor though. And you he know did. what? You never know how that's going to come back. And this mm-hmm. is how it came back. Yeah. I'm sure and, Rumpelstiltskin and when, when won't be terribly. With, when you make a deal with the dark one, I, Blood magic. It, it always cost you. Blood magic. <laughs> In the end. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. If you want to go ahead. Um, I'm just curious. Regina and her whole Tinkerbell situation. If she actually feels bad at all about ruining Tinkerbell's life. Because she kind of does look like she feels bad about it with the whole, how the hell did you get like this? And she's like, mm. I met you. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> throw that in your face like because you know back in the flashback she doesn't she puts on airs that she doesn't feel bad Mm -hmm. um it's obviously just her covering how scared she was to be happy yeah she's always been scared to be happy Mm -hmm. hence she wants snow's head on a platter like that's not gonna give you happiness it's just gonna give you like mean yeah, but so. I, I definitely think in the in the in the past it it, it was a play on. But I I mean, it, and I'll go ahead and uh, this is a point I had coming up. I'll go ahead and address it here. <laughs> We're just gonna do a lot of jumping but, around tonight. It's totally fine. Uh, but I I thought it would. I, I definitely think Regina had had thought about it a lot and cared about it a lot because Regina's hurt a lot of people, and for Tinkerbell to stick out in her head, it had uh, to really <laughs> for, affect her. For one, yeah, it had to really affect her, and two, I think. Regina's kind of coming around. I kind of actually thought it was funny in this episode that uh, basically uh, Regina used her her evil manipulation uh, skills to a good purpose to turn Tink good. Yeah, it, you know she used evil to affect good, which is well, it didn't a lot really of- turn Tink good. It kind of just saved Regina. The thing that turned Tink good really was the charming family. Well, I, I no, I think it was the heart thing because well, the, the whole reason Regina, the, heart, yeah. the whole reason Regina gave her the heart was to kind Oof. of kind of bring her back over on the side of the angels and yeah. get her involved in trying to find Henry. Uh, the charming family is the are the people who got her on the team. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's true. That's true. But Re- Regina uh, saved her soul. <laughs> more or Basically. Less. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, one thing I noticed when she pulled the heart out of her chest, when mm-hmm. Regina pulled the heart out of her chest, it seemed just a sh- bit more red than it was the last time we saw it. I'm going to need a side-by-side on that one. I, yeah, I, I don't really... I thought about pulling up the side-by-side. Shut up. Shut it at it. Time. If anyone out there would like to pull, up, know, pull out a side-by-side, I'm, I'm going to wake up tomorrow know. to like 17 tweets of a side-by-side <laughs> of the hearts. Y'all like to point out when we're wrong. Oh, Man. yeah, yeah. There, there, there was a a point, a timeline question in the Wonderland episode. I, I won't get too deep into it because I know a lot of people aren't watching Wonderland. Or, but you know. I literally woke up to three <laughs> emails and or tweets correcting it like this was 7 a.m yeah. people you were waiting for this weren't you we, we've gotten at least 10 communications <laughs> we'll discuss that more in our wonder sorry no, sorry no, i just no, wanted sorry. to say like we know you like to prove us wrong okay so according to peter magic is dying um 
What's up with that? I'm really not sure. Um, yeah, well, obvi- obviously, you know, you literalist out there. Yes, Magic's dying. We get that. But I... Uh, what In what way? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That almost implies there's a source to all of the magic that everyone's been using. Well, there's a source using. to the fairy and pixie dust. Uh, we, we, will we have that. We'll yeah. come to that. Well, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like... There's a source for that. Why wouldn't there be a source for magic? For like for like regular magic, regular, like natural, the natural regulation magic, committee, not of mind magic. magic. Um, no, no, it's just like it, it, it seems. It, it would seem to imply that you know there's some great big source, or maybe you know, like I've talked about in in previous podcasts, my theory that there is a great big big bad above Rumple. Well, above there has to be everybody that that is trying to affect some sort of. Uh, harm upon our heroes right and uh, so i i'm just wondering if maybe maybe uh, magic is dying is part of that and maybe they that might be a pathway for pan to become a good guy too especially if that that bad guy that or that entity wh- whatever is killing magic is threatening you know the people we like too, like rumple and emma yeah. and regina well, we can't turn everybody good well no, I don't want everybody to be good. Somebody's got to be mm-hmm. the bad guy. Something, and I, I didn't end up putting it in the main notes, but I, I'd like to point out here. Everyone seems to – Pan has a really bad reputation. Yeah, I want to know what like, he did. I want some backstory on Pan. Yeah, because I mean like re- really – Yeah, he's, he's, kind, he, he's smarmy. He's manipulative. But that's exactly how the original character was. Like right. I, I haven't seen anything from Pan yet to, to kind of like go, whoa, whoa, this guy's a really bad guy. Right. You know, so I'm kind of looking for that. Although I did call it last uh, – after the season finale last year, I did say that Pan must want Henry because he was mm-hmm. the combination of pure darkness and pure light or goodness right. being, you know, the spawn of uh, Balefire and Emma. Which so, makes him the savior. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the mm. new savior, which is interesting. Do the you th- multiple saviors. Do you think he's really the savior or do you nope, think Pan's think just trying to pit him yep. and Emma against each other? Yep. I totally think that's what it is. Because hmm. you could, I mean, Although the- I just like they kept pointing out the longer he's with him, the you know harder it's going to be to get him mm-hmm. to leave. You know, he's a 12-year-old boy. Of course, like this looks so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, really, for the most part, though, Henry's been pretty, pretty on narrow. the up and up about it. You know, he, he's just trying to get back to his family so far. Right. But in all reality, he's never really been with his family. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's going to be I do think the savior things a ploy mm-hmm. to cause a battle. And although but, in out of story uh, reason why it might not be is just because we opened the season with Henry being born. So that kind yeah. of indicates that that has a bigger significance than just Henry being right. born. I mean, it definitely and we, does. We, we know we are getting an episode later this season. Soon. Uh, that around it, that epi- involves Henry coming to Storybrooke, which we might might give us a little more insight to. Right. Find out where he was before all I that. believe between episodes six and eight, mm-hmm. like six, seven, and eight are supposed to be, are going to be some really big episodes. Yeah. So like they're just really laying the legwork for it mm-hmm. and giving us the little bit of backstory they're willing to give us until then. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. When when Bay's looking through the cabinet trying to find something to uh, you know hop worlds, he me- he mentions a couple of things that I, I have we ever got a reference to the ruby slippers before? Nope. Yeah, he mentions the ruby slippers, and he mentions that magic mirrors can also provide a portal between worlds. Well, see that one doesn't surprise me because we've seen a magic mirror be a portal. How do you? Oh think yeah, Regina to, got pushed to Wonderland through one. or uh, Cora right. did. 
rather. Yeah, Cora, Regina. <laughs> I don't know. They're no, evil. But but uh, it, but ruby slippers are a portal. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that stood out at me like a giant beacon. Yeah, you know what else kind of stood out at me a little later in the episode? And I know that Mulan had used it, uh, you know, last season or something. But the fact that they mentioned poppies, too, that Tinkerbell was using poppies. Mm-hmm. It, it, that was like two. Uh, it was kind of like in the too name blatant. of the brother from last year where there were a couple Oz references in that episode. Right. I think they're building to Oz. They like, have to get to Oz. We need another mm-hmm. realm because, you know, we're not confused enough. Enough in the like four that we have well, already. I have a, I have a bit of a theory. All right, on, let's share it. You've on, got good the, theories. Well, it's it's in the it's in the notes. It's coming, I didn't but, uh, I didn't read ahead today. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but I have a theory about another realm they might be traveling to. But I could definitely see Oz as a season. Scrolling four. ahead to see what he says. <laughs> as a season four thing, I but I just thought it was interesting, and uh, you know, I wonder, I wonder if we'll see any mention of rabbit holes uh just i'm sure to, uh, we were mentioning wonderland because they're the same universe people it's gonna happen there was crossover yeah but Minimal. you know I, I i'm wondering i'm wondering when ra- when or if rabbit holes will, will come i think play. maybe even just in the mention of portals mm-hmm. and just trying to find portals and different types of portals because at this point we've experienced mm-hmm. so many of them and new ones just keep popping <laughs> up in awkward locations. Now, one one uh, thing that just kind of popped into my head is that this half season that they've mm-hmm. they're very much blocking off as kind of its own story. Mostly. Uh, it, it will probably be ending right around the same time Wonderland does. Do you think we could get a crossover episode right at the end? Totally. That would be cool. And I think it'll be on both seasons. And, uh, you know, like, or we, both series. like we did mention in the Wonderland podcast, uh, Greetings from Wonderland. Um, <laughs> Get it? No, but uh, what was I going to say? That we are probably going to gain a character or two. Yeah, from yeah. That if nothing else, Wonderland is going to give us one or two characters to come to the main series. But at least, you know, probably not, you know, part of the main core, but I could see a series regular or two. Mm-hmm. Definitely. definitely. Nave. But uh, that should be interesting. Um, Okay. (laughs) So also we learn a little bit about pixie dust in this episode and is described as nuclear fairy dust (laughs) by Charming. Yes. Which I found very interesting. Why in Storybrooke were we never told about pixie dust? We only learned about the mining of fairy dust. Like, Well, where where does pixie dust come from? Are there pixies? Is pixie dust ground up pixies? Are you just reading my notes now? No, that was one I added. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. I was like, it's in my I, writing. Um, I have it. I have it on my handwriting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's you know in the flashback we see Blue only talking about pixie dust mm-hmm. and not fairy dust. Mm-hmm. So why was that not brought up in Storybrooke well, when obviously pixie dust is you know supersonic magic fairy dust? Mm-hmm. Do you turn fairy dust into pixie dust? Is pixie dust like the seed I, too? I'm calling it right now. Pixie dust is ground up pixies. We're going to ignore him now and <laughs> no, move did, on. Did, no, did, there will be did, no ground no, up pixies. Did the blue fairy strike you as a little off? Yes. <laughs> like, like She was not her regular self, whether it be the actress well, or well, the You know, I'm character. not even saying critical of the acting or the writing or anything like that. It felt almost like she was a... A different version of the character or something or like okay, kind, of, kind yeah. of in a bit of a different world than the normal blue fairy. Is. Right. And she was meaner than the regular blue fairy. Yeah. She was so, like, wings, bye bye. This was your 
I don't believe in you. <laughs> <sighs> Breaking my heart. So I, I, I'm wondering maybe if they're, you know, maybe Tinkerbell's part of a different sect of fairies or something. And but, again, and, and, but they all have a blue fairy. You know, there's sects of different sects of fairies, but they all have a blue and a green and an orange or she whatever. She did not like being called green, by the way. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, okay, but they still, they have portal powers. Mm-hmm. Because they were in the Enchanted Forest. Otherwise, Tinkerbell would have never been able to save Regina and all of that. Mm -hmm. But then she got basically tossed to Neverland. Well, we didn't see. We don't know how exactly. Yeah, we don't know how how Tink gets from A to A to N. (laughs) But. Did I bring this up? Mm, Yes. Sorry. And I'll wait. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be in order a little bit. But uh, I I would like to say that Neil's little uh, kind of crisis of faith before uh, they called the shadow really backs up the whole Captain Swan thing. I think he's kind of preparing himself that he's going to show up in Neverland. He's going to help save the day. And then him, him and Anna, Emma, Emma, you can't Emma, say anything about the charm. are pretty much done uh, romantically. <laughs> like, I think he's kind of prepping himself for that, uh, which, which, you know, I, I, I am all about seeing Emma and Captain Hook hook up. As it were, I'm as, scowling at him right now. As, as I've mentioned the past couple of weeks, another really cute thing I, I thought was right, fire. right at the end. They were sitting around the, the fire, and Hook was using his hook to pop coconuts open so they that could drink ridiculous. the milk. That was ridiculous. That was completely so, ridiculous. That was so romantic. When are you the romantic? Hey, You're never romantic. A few weeks ago, I would have never expected I would be a shipper. I'm a total shipper now. Yeah, Captain Swan. No. Swan Everyone fire. should tweet at Anne Marie and tell her that Captain Swan is the okay. correct shipping. Maybe we, okay, let's just, you know, we're just going to bring this on. Let's have a competition. Okay. Before next week, you are either going to tweet at us Captain Swan mm-hmm. or Swanfire. We're taking a poll. <laughs> yeah, and just to keep it consolidated, do it at the at GF Storybrook yes. Twitter. <laughs> if it doesn't come you to at GF Storybrook, I'm not counting mm-hmm. it. You can, you can also uh, make a post on the Facebook, too. All right, we'll fine. We'll let you have a Facebook. <laughs> How do you not have a Twitter? Come on, people. Um. So, yeah, where were we? Me. Oh, okay. Going to what I was delaying. Hook and Tink's backstory. I need this backstory and I need it now mm-hmm. because she had magic when she knew Hook. This is where my portal jumping, realm jumping confusion comes in Yeah, because he expected her to have some sort of magic. He didn't know she lost her wings. Mm-hmm. She obviously lost her wings a while ago. Well, you know, he, he – I don't think he necessarily said he didn't know she lost her wings. I think he just expected her to have magic. I don't think wings ever came up really, did they? Not directly, but wings were a source of ma- – or like a source of magic. Well, I don't think they were the source. They were just more representative of this is a magical being here. Okay. You know how, how, how you know your complexion gets really red when you're having like problems with your liver. It, it's just a sign it's of – the most ridiculous <laughs> conversation suddenly. <laughs> okay. Well, either way, he last had seen her with pixie or dust. yellow. Sorry. I know someone's going to correct me. I, I meant yellow. You mean jaundice? Yeah, jaundice. <gasps> we were t- <laughs> Irrelevant. I'm going to hold it to myself. Um yeah, but uh, you know, like obviously they had Hook just left there, mm-hmm. kind of. No, he didn't. He spent twenty eight years in a bubble with Cora. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I need the, a, the thing, I need a we, timeline. We, we, we need we need an A to N for Tink to kind yes. of tie everything together. Yes, I need. But something. we we are definitely getting some stuff with Hook, which we'll talk about in the news section a little bit, which is nice. Oh wait, we're not there yet. Sorry. No, we're not. Okay, go. Um, actually, I already discussed that. Okay, so. 
I love the pretty little Emma and Snow connection that they actually have with Tink mm-hmm. about how Emma's like, oh, this place looks, you know, so similar. I just can't place it. And I was like, I had one of these. And then she's like, oh, yeah, this is where I used to live. <laughs> I'm like – just a place to sleep. They they Very all shame. have they all have the hobo connection. They do have a hobo connection, but it was nice to see the mother daughter have a connection because mm-hmm. they've been struggling so hard and after and it wasn't pushed. You know, it felt a little like Snow and Charming did back off. Yeah. Which was nice. It could be because Charming's dying. It, and it was it was natural too. It was it was something they just kind of discovered about each other. Yeah, and it's how cool. how did Emma not know that Snow lived like in a tree? <laughs> like did she, does she not get the flashbacks with the rest of us? No, she read the book. She had the book for a while. She should she know. Had no, but she didn't know. What the heck? Emma. There was a lot going up. on. I guess. There was I a guess. lot. Uh, she was she breaking found, a curse. Yeah, she found out her parents were fairy tale characters. Like, yeah, I, I can understand. You know, not I mean, she basically found out she was a fairy tale character. Yeah. We just don't know what. <laughs> well, she's Emma, the fairy tale Emma, character. Emma, the fairy tale character. Who didn't exist before season one. <laughs> um, okay, so here's my theory. Okay. Okay, and this is this is mainly brought on by the fact that Mulan and Robin Hood are together in the Enchanted Forest. Fresh-tastic. We have we have the Storybrooke characters Storybrooke. Uh, over in Storybrooke. We have the rest of the characters over in Neverland. We know that there's something that's killing magic. If I was going to peg a land as being the source of all magic, I would peg the Enchanted Forest. My theory is that at the end of this half season, mm-hmm. all of our characters, Storybrooke, Neverland, Enchanted Forest, are all going to meet up in the Enchanted Forest to take on whoever's killing magic. Who is left to take to be killing the magic? The Wicked Witch of the West. No, I don't know, actually. No, but, but that'd be really good. Yeah, that would be cool, huh? Wouldn't that be good? No, actually... It's uh, the monkeys! Sorry. A, 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 witch, a witch seems almost too weak <laughs> to... Uh, be that i'm try- monkeys? trying to think who who would be the big bad i have no idea but because I, w- actually... I would say like a genie or something but we've already seen a we've couple seen, of genies seen some genies. okay pulling back to something that i have written on my hand from some discussions with my co-worker last night mm-hmm. um and this could lead to the big bad okay um in the first episode uh when aurora was trying to go into the dream world and stuff she said she saw you know the most scary whatever person thing she wasn't very specific mm-hmm. and that's why she had to get out of there we don't know what that was we don't this know who true. that was mm-hmm. we don't know where they were just throwing it out there that could be the magic killer yeah you, and you know what i it, it could definitely be uh, something that just popped into my head with the Wonderland stuff going on. Our heads are going to get so confused. No, but it could, it could be something like the Jabberwock or something like mm. that. Because the Jabberwock was always just like this big, massive threat in, in that poem anyway. And, and uh, I, I was actually uh, rewatching a 80s uh, TV miniseries of Alice in Wonderland and the Jabberwock uh, in the th- – through the looking glass section is a major villain. Um, just randomly pops up, lightning crashes, she gets scared, but she hides, and then he disappears. It's fun. You should watch it. Um, I can't remember the exact name of it, though, off the top of my head. You'll have to find the link. Yeah, I will. Definitely. But yeah, I, I, I just, uh, you know, the, the only characters I can think of that would be powerful enough to be the big bad to kill magic would be a genie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the genies we've seen are pretty much uh, benevolent. Yeah. Maybe. I I don't know. Could be Ursula. <laughs> oh, can't wait. I think we already know Ursula. I just want to know who it is. 
It's uh No, you don't know. Don't don't act like you know. It was Gus Gus. <gasps> oh that's you know, a different actually, podcast. We we uh we haven't uh mentioned Gus Gus, I don't think, this season yet. So I'm glad we finally got a Gus Gus mentioned because Gus that Gus. was that was a major thing last season. We're bringing we it back. Mention Gus Gus, Gus, Gus every Gus, episode. Gus Gus. No, I was again, we're doing Wonderland crossovers. Sorry. It, it, they, the world's crossed. Yeah, we're not going to give you any spoilers. No spoilers, but there were things mentioned in Wonderland that made me go back and watch episodes of once that I haven't mm-hmm. watched since they first aired. Yeah. And one involved Gus Gus. And this was not <laughs> his untimely death. So it was other people's pretty much untimely death. <laughs> but it was really cool actually to go watch it with fresh eyes. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay, okay anyway. well, here, why don't we go ahead and get to our last point, which is very minor. It's completely minor, but it really yeah, made me. I, I mean, I don't think there's anybody in the Once fandom who would care about this at all. But go ahead with your point. I feel bad for Sleeping Warrior. Sleeping Warrior. No one would care about that. No. Ever. We don't Ever. have a ton of shippers. No. <laughs> okay. I don't know what happened to us over the summer, but apparently we've become shippers. Total shippers. Um, <laughs> Tote shippers. We're totes. So I I liked this one. I liked them. I was mm-hmm. actually way rooting for them after the whole Regina and Tink thing got blown out of the water. We yeah, were so pulling for I, that. If if you didn't catch it on Twitter and Facebook a couple hours before the episode aired, it, I called it and I was like, because that's because I watched the New York Comic Con. Yeah, thing. the What's New York Comic Con panel. Uh, we'll discuss it a little bit too. Still, but. Uh, Basically, the creator said that there was going to be – there a was probably going to be a same-sex pairing happening in that, this, episode. this episode. And uh, so I called it as uh, Regina and Tank just because of the, the – well, the one scene we the had of them of together. The little bit of that we had. And yeah. all the promotional pictures had them like walking arm in arm and yes. stuff. And I was like, that would make sense. I and mean, it would I, be cute. I could definitely see Regina being you know, bi or something. Oh, totally. Uh, but It was a power thing though. Mm-hmm. It would have been a power – Honestly, it would have been a power thing. Mm. But uh, we we actually got a, a ship that was very popular last season in Mulan and Aurora. And I was against it last season. Mm-hmm. I well, I think you. I think not even against it. I think you just thought there was no way they'd ever do it. Maybe that was it. Because Aurora is Aurora, like it's know? Sleeping Beauty <laughs> and Prince Philip. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Also, Bebe. Mm-hmm. Well, see, the th- the thing is, I thought I actually was a, I'm a little critical of it just because I thought it was a little weak in the execution and gave yes. them too much wiggle room. It did give them it also like obviously to big fans like us or you guys out there. We knew what, what they coming. were saying with that scene. But right? there were other people like I just I talked about it with a couple of other people and they said, you know, it almost came off like she was going to tell Philip, but she wanted to talk to Aurora first. Yeah. That's what it gave them the wiggle room to do mm-hmm. in case they didn't want to make that commitment. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, with, with all the controversy over the summer with, with you know, the, the same sex pairings and everything. The if attack you, at San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> but if you're if you're going to if you're going to make a move like that, make the darn move. I almost said a really bad word there. Yeah. Uh, not really bad. <laughs> but yeah. Bad enough bad. for this. Yeah. But make, make the darn move. Don't don't. Jump all in. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't make it just enough to satisfy the fans, but not enough to. I don't think it was enough Disney. to sat- satisfy the fans, though. Yeah, I think it. If we, if we don't come back to that storyline, 
I, in I, the next I'll, two episodes, I'll be right out there with all you, all you uh, sleeping warrior shippers with my picket sign because yeah, that's uh, I, I keep trying to find ways to describe it, and I keep thinking of curse words. So. I know, so do I. <laughs> Apparently, we it's feel bad, very strongly about bad this. juju, bad juju, bad juju. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so I guess we should uh, go ahead and rate the episode. Let's rate okay, this. out of nine curse words, <laughs> <laughs> how many curse words would you give this episode? Positive curse words. Positive curse words. <laughs> Seven and a half curse words. Seven and a half curse words. Why? Excellent episode. Mm-hmm. Still room to grow. Left a lot open. Didn't solve everything that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. It didn't go the way I wanted it to for other things. <laughs> um, no, but it was it was really strong. It mm-hmm. felt. I know a lot of people were saying this was their favorite episode of the season. Guys, we're only three episodes in. <laughs> um, let's at least wait till we get to five to make that judgment call. But no, I thought it was really solid. Ex- I I you? would give it an eight point seven five curse words. So ooh. basically. You're just leaving off like a K. Well, well <laughs> <laughs> or a T. Or a T. Uh, but uh, yeah, basically, basically, I I really loved the episode. I thought it was really good. I thought Tank was really, really good. Really strong introduction for Tank. Uh, got me intrigued with where they're going even more. I with really, everything. I really loved all the Lost Boy stuff. It 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 it, it it's the the Peter Pan with it. Out of the family hour that I've always wanted to see, you, you know, where where Peter Pan, yeah, Peter Pan is rambunctious and he's forever a boy and everything. But some of the stuff he does in the original stories, it's kind of downright evil. Right. When it comes in the real world, Peter Pan would, uh, well, in, in the modern real world, Peter Pan would be in an actual prison. Uh, you know, back in the day, he would be in a in a orphanage or a boy's home or right. something like that. Uh, so it, I, I really, really enjoyed it, and I'm, I'm looking forward to next episode too, uh, which we'll talk about in a minute because there, it, it looks pretty dark, which Ugh. is cool. <laughs> we like dark. I know that's Definitely. shocking. <laughs> but yeah, overall, uh, quite a common fairy was quite an extraordinary episode. I thought it was not so common. So uh, while we're taking a break right here Let's before the news, taking a pause, take a moment, take a moment, take a moment. And uh, we want to thank Audible thank for you, sponsoring Audible. this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrook. Now, Audible, uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrook, they're offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you a, the opportunity to check out their service. Free, if you can free. believe it. Basically what you do, you go to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. You go, you find an audiobook you want to download. You you uh, you know you download it. Uh, and you really? Th- you download it? You download it to Amazing. your device, your iPhone, your Creative computer. Zen player, your computer, uh, your, your tablet, your Zoom, your Windows phone, Android phone, it, pretty much your any, mental SD card. Exactly. Yeah, pretty much any device uh, you can po- you could possibly think of. Map, uh, <laughs> a physical map made with <laughs> pen and paper. Yes, but uh, and you know you go and you listen to the book. Uh, give it thirty days, see how you like it, and if you like it, you. You already you already signed up for the for, for the service and everything. You're good to go. Every month you're going to get get a new book, and uh, you, they they have really nice things like where you can set up a 
a wish list to where if you find a book but you don't have a credit, you can put it in your wish list. And when you get a credit, you'll automatically get the book downloaded to your device, which is fun. That's awesome. Uh, now, every week we like to try and recommend a couple of books. Amory, why don't you go ahead and recommend one first? This week I went for something a little more fun, a little more family-friendly, a little more not recommended by Bill Meeks last week. Um, <laughs> but I looked back. Um, this week, since um, we introduced Tinkerbell, I found Disney Fairy series. There's actually like this massive series. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first episode is called The Trouble with Tink. Nice. And her cover art is her like sitting in the corner pouting, which is typical cartoon <laughs> Tink. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really cool, especially seeing how she kind of sat in the corner pouted a bit in the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. And uh, for my recommendation, I, I recommended The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood by Howard Pyle. I, now, I'm, I'm going to recommend that you don't pay too much attention to the Maid Marian stuff because it doesn't seem like that's going to tie into once very much. But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, you can enjoy oh, you know, The Merry Adventures of Robin Hood. It starts with uh, Robin Hood, Little John on a bridge, ends with King John getting crushed. By the righteous Robin Hood. He's a little too excited about that. I love Robin Hood. Robin Hood's awesome. Things I've learned about you tonight. (laughs) But uh, we want to thank Audible uh, Audible. again for sponsoring this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. And to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrooke for your free audiobook. And thanks again, Audible. Now, on to the news. News. Okay, first off, the ratings here. Uh, now, I, usually I, I read off the, the big bunch of numbers, but I figured I'd start with a tweet from Adam Horowitz himself. Uh, he tweeted this out yesterday, and he said, The final ratings for Sunday moved once upon a time up to a 2.4. They were number one, the number one non-sports broadcast of the night, and they tied with the baseball playoffs. Which, which honestly is a big deal. I guess. He's anti-sports. I'm very anti-sports. I'm very pro-sports, and I find that fantastic. I actually uh, got into a a slight discussion with uh, our friend Rebecca over at Operation Cobra podcast. uh, Why? What did you do to her? The the first big news of a shoot for the Batman Superman movie Mm -hmm. was at a stadium where it was the Gotham team versus the Metropolis team. Fantastic. I I stole the link and I I tweeted out, this is the first news about the Batman Superman movie that has me worried. And then we talked a little bit. I was like, yeah, I don't like sports. (laughs) I don't know how we're friends. But uh, anyway... Once did good. Once they tied did with fantastic. the baseball playoffs. They got 7.4 million views uh, in a two point. Well, actually, it ended up being a 2.4 out of six in uh, adults uh, 18 to 49, which is the main demo. And I don't have the um, tweet right in front of me, but they mm. also got like the final tallies for the premiere. Mm-hmm. And I believe it went up like 40% when they added in like DVRs and stuff yeah. like that, which is mm-hmm. amazing. Like they went which, up huge. That, that's great that they're finally taking that into account, taking that into account. Cause it, it wasn't, I think it was last year. They finally started doing it. And it had to be towards using... the end because mm-hmm. this, I mean, and wasn't, um, the premiere, wasn't that pretty much almost against breaking bad finale? Yeah. So obviously, well, it, well, it was, it was an hour different, it. but I'm sure people were rewatching. Well, there was Talking Bad right after with all, and it had all the cast and all the creators okay. and everything. Like Talking Bad is usually pretty crap, but it had everyone on it. <laughs> um, but but I'm sure a lot of people were like surrounding themselves in that and just DVRing mm-hmm. once, and you know that proves it. That yeah. proves that there were people who wanted to watch mm-hmm. it. 
but you know something that's ending versus something that's starting. Yeah, obvi- I-, I would go for something that's ending. Mm. So well, and I mean uh, Nielsen it w- it was way behind the ball or way behind the times getting getting that incorporated into their ratings numbers because I I mean I know over in England they've been using the iPlayer numbers for five six seven years and I mean DVRs have been prevalent in most American households. For, At least that for ten or eleven years now, probably like two thousand, two thousand one yeah. is when I first started knowing people who had them. Yeah. So I've finally, so finally even got giving the them five years to you know be mm-hmm. more common. Yeah, and helping once while they're at it, which Holla. is cool. Okay, uh, next, uh, in the links to all of this stuff is going to be in the show notes, by the way. Greetingsfromstorybrook.com. But uh, they there was a once panel at, at uh, the New York Comic Con. Which I mentioned briefly weekend. earlier. Yeah. Y- yeah. It was, uh, the, it was held um, the day before mm-hmm. the episode aired. Yeah, and it had Aunt Emma was there. Emma, she's and, the, and then the creators. Yeah, and then the creators were there. Adam and Eddie. And it was actually pretty good. I, I, I kind of had it playing in the background while I was working today. But uh-huh. uh, it was some good stuff. I just pulled a couple few points here. Okay. Uh, for one, Emma said – or what's her real name? Jennifer Morrison. Jennifer Morrison. That's it. Sorry, I blanked. He writes, swan will kiss. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jennifer Morrison said that uh, Emma will be kissing someone this because, season. Because um, they asked her what her favorite Captain scene was. <coughs> Sorry. Add a itch in my throat. Swan fire. Swan fire. Captain Swan. Swan fire. Um, we should make a wager on that, but no, she said that the, um, you know, it's always a good day when you get to kiss somebody on set. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very heavily implying, very heavily implying. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And, uh, she, she also, uh, the, the whole, uh, same sex pairing and shipping question came up and she, she went into this really detailed, it was very, um, classy, diplomatic, diplomatic and classy response. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with, I know I mentioned earlier, like the attack at San Diego Comic Con. Um, they had, you know, somebody ask a question about why haven't you put um, what is it, Queen Swan, Swan, Swan Queen? Yeah, and I, I think they, 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 they suddenly up. implied that they were being homophobic or something. Yes, with they it. really did, and you know, and their response then, because I think they were taken very much by surprise, mm-hmm. was that. We just haven't found an appropriate spot. And yeah. no, we're not setting that up. We're setting other things up. Mm-hmm. And they sh- basically respect us. This is our – we're creating this. We're creating it for you, but we are creating mm-hmm. this. Yeah, but what uh, Jennifer said basically was that – she <laughs> will we'll keep watching and that she, she really likes that people are so passionate about the show mm-hmm. that they see themselves in it and they, they try yes. and you know project their own stuff onto it. Right. And, and you know that that's how she knows as an actress that you know they're, she's it's doing working. a good job and she's on a solid program because – the fans are so passionate, which was very diplomatic and, you know, kind of got the point across. Yeah, we understand, but we're, you know. We're working on it. We, we're working on it. We're doing our own thing, but we respect your opinions right. and we, we love that you love the show, which was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also mentioned that there spoilers. will be. Spoilers. Spoilers. Yes. Spoilers. Uh, skip forward to about a minute, two These minutes. These ones are more important than the other ones you just heard. Yeah. But uh, if, if you don't want to be too spoiled. But there is an episode coming up this season, they said, where we're going to pick up right after the ship goes through the First portal. five minutes. In Storybook. And find out what happened while everyone was in Neverland running around, mm-hmm. how Belle was managing the town. <gasps> Belle for mayor! <laughs> Yay! All that kind of stuff. And they also mentioned that we're going to get a episode where we find out how Hook 
became a pirate. Which is awesome. Yeah. So exciting. Uh, yeah, ba- some background for Killian, which is cool because we haven't really – We have not – We no haven't major. got any Killian-centric flashback shit really. Not since Crocodile and that really wasn't him-centric. No, that was that was Rumpel-centric. But he, I'm just he, saying – He just happened to be – he was he the bad guy in that. Yeah. So. And I really don't think of him as a bad guy anymore mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. He's, you know. Okay, so I guess that's all the news. We should just go ahead and go to our promo here. No. No, that that's all no. that happened in Once Land. Hmm. Nothing important really happened with Snow and Charming in real life. No, not at all. See, this is where I take back your – What, did sh- they break up? <gasps> no, they got engaged. They got engaged. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That'll be really awkward if one of them gets killed off and the other doesn't. <laughs> Especially since one might be dying. Yeah, since Charming, Charming's on. There's no way they're going to kill Charming. See, I almost wonder that that whole pan promise, you know, yeah, when uh, your parents be- are going to be dead. I, I, I'm almost thinking, oh, these guys are getting engaged. Maybe we should just go ahead and get them off the show. Because, I, I mean, we, we both did theater back in the day, uh, you know, having, yeah. having a dating couple. It's awkward. <laughs> it, we both did this. Uh-huh. <laughs> we both <laughs> dated somebody, broke up, and still had to act with them. Yeah, well, I... I, I, yeah, l- little bit of story time here. Just oh, slight, oh, we're gonna go there. J- just slight. Uh, yeah, wait. One time, I broke up with someone uh, who was in a show with me, who was playing my wife in the show. And you had like five kiss. minutes before curtain on the last <gasps> day of the show. It was five minutes before. Yeah, curtain. yeah, You're on the heartless. last day of the show. Heartless. Yeah, it was rough. It was. Oh, she she pressed the issue. She let's, pressed the let's issue. Let's not get into this. Some of our listeners <laughs> know the story. <laughs> to Jennifer Goodwin and uh, Josh Dallas. Uh, we we sure we're sure you will be very happy and that you won't break up with each other before the season premiere. So you're in season premiere. You mean finale? Finale. That's what I mean. There we go. Okay. Let's I just feel awkward now. Yep. Promo. Promo. <laughs> promo yes yeah that promo looks really good i i really like the war paint that rumple's yes. sporting you can't win if you're not willing to die <laughs> oh and rumple's willing because we we didn't see rumple at all this episode besides the flashbacks, flashbacks. and that actually made me very sad i want to know what that man's doing rose swan oh, oh my god <laughs> loved it loved it the second time i watched mm. it loved it the third time i watched it yeah but uh it looks like rumple's gone native Almost. Yeah, but you know what? That might be a little bit of his magic. Mm-hmm. This is I, true. It might be, you know, intimidation, blood magic, because <laughs> it looked like when he said that he was talking to Bay. Mm-hmm. But it, it definitely looks like a like Snow might find out about Charming's little well, definitely rib cage secret. <laughs> yes, but the the rib cage that they showed was not shown showed was not as infected as the one we saw this week. This is true. So this is true. who knows? <clears throat> oh, I before before we move on to listener feedback, I just want to point out I really liked how because one of my early notes was. Um, why don't they just have Regina try and fix Charming? And then a little bit later in the episode, uh, when Tank puts the the arrow up to Regina's mm-hmm. neck, she's your like, magic and you know your magic doesn't work, <laughs> or whatever. So kind of covered that. Which Cover nice. Well, that's because nothing can cover. How did mm-hmm. they fix it in Storybrooke? Wasn't it fairy dust? No. I, I, I don't remember. remember. I don't remember. All right, but uh, anyway. that, that's it for the news. Uh, so now we're going to move on to listener feedback and questions. If you'd like to contact, oh, sorry, I hit the mic there. I apologize, listeners. Um, <laughs> 
But uh, if you, if you want to write us, uh, you can write us uh, through email at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at GF Storybrook. You can get a hold of us on our Facebook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Or you can leave us a voicemail, which we love, 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 and we, we guarantee you will be on the show. As long as it's not too long. As long as it's not too long or so Vulgar. removed from the episode that we can't even play it. Um, but uh, our voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. We love voicemails. And we got one this week from Wu S. Kim, Yay! who is our Facebook buddy who always gives us great stories on the Facebook. I love it. So Thank why don't you. you go ahead and take it away, Wu? Hey, Bill AMD. It's Wu S. Kim at WSK9002 on Twitter. First of all, loved the episode. Thought it was better than last week's episode, which was surprising. Didn't expect to see what we saw in the episode. My favorite scene gotta be the last scene with Peter Pan and Emma, because I think this season will be about unresolved issues between parents and children. I don't think Emma has really forgiven Charming and Snow for abandoning her, and I don't think Peter Pan's wrong either. Would say that Harry's really not forgiven Emma for abandoning him, whether it's due to Peter Pan kind of seducing Henry to the dark side, hashtag Star Wars reference, or just Henry's own unexpressed issues with his mother's. I think that's where we're going to go for the rest of the season. And loved the Rumple No Gold skin from the West episode guys thank you very much it was great to hear your voice too i know i always see i'm like get a pop-up it's nice to hear your voice yeah but definitely i i think family is going to be a major major uh theme running well i mean it's already has been it's always been a very major but right now we have basically several generations of one family all trapped on an island fighting peter pan (laughs) i know it's fantastic (laughs) you can't beat that Uh, you want to go ahead and read this uh, one here from Allison. Hey guys, before I saw anything else, Ginny and Josh are getting married! No. (laughs) Oh, that was me. Um, Okay, I'm okay now. Anyway, after recovering from my episode high, I just finished watching the third rewatch of the episode You're Just Like Us. Um, This was definitely one of the best episodes since the mid-season finale. Neil is back. Mulan made me cry so much in this episode. Also, is anyone else suspicious of Blue? It's a huge theory going on in the fandom. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet and is felix like the welcoming committee did i not say that when we watched it i was like yeah. he's like the welcoming committee he's <laughs> always there when people appear um great episode guys keep the podcast up allison p.s did anyone get that tink and hook have a past maybe romantic jane espenson tweeted that it could be i could definitely see that i could totally see that uh, it's very lonely out there in neverland mm-hmm. um but i would like to say i i guess it's a huge theory going on right now in fandom that mm-hmm. the blue fairy is is not on the up and up and is kind of behind everything that is something i've been saying since day one pretty much tallahassee maybe tallahassee it, it was one of the first three or four episodes last season mm-hmm. i was like the blue fairy is up to no good yeah so 
if that comes to fruition, that was me, folks. That was me, folks. That's right. The creators listen to our podcast. They do. I, hi, Jane. Hi, Adam. I glad hi, glad glad you're back here uh, listening. By the way, uh, we still haven't got Le- Leander Burger. Still not bur- booked. What so. happened to Grumpy on, Grumpy on Greetings? Yeah, Grumpy on Grumpy Greetings. On greetings. Uh, we are causing tweet- like major Twitter wars today. We're like, <laughs> we, we are. Like, yeah, vote. Go to the Twitters. To the Twitters. Seriously, at Leandberg. Go on greetings from Storybrooke. Hashtag greeting, grumpy, grumpy on, on greetings. greetings. Do it this week. If you do it, you send it to Trend us. It. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll write you a limerick. I like writing limericks <gasps> anyway. He does. Like, he's good at them. Mm-hmm. They're hard to read, yeah. but they're good. <laughs> Just, uh, you know, send, send us the happen. tweet. Send us the tweet. I'll write I you the we'll limerick. I think we'll see it by clicking grumpy greetings. <laughs> okay. Uh, next uh, up, we have Elena. Elena, I, I I always forget she how to pronounce it. She sent us a voicemail. I know, correcting me, and I can never remember it. I'm so sorry. Just read the A L E A N A is how I'm going to say it from now on. Okay. He's getting punched drunk. I'm sorry. Okay, she says, I love this episode. I I love this episode. The scenes with Regina and Tinkerbell. Love that Regina named the team Operation Henry, which makes me think that Henry had code names growing up. I also like seeing that Regina likes working in a group, even though she doesn't show it. I don't mind that Robin Hood is Regina's second love. I'm just happy she gets a, she gets a second love, even though I want Regina and Hook to to get together. What? Urgh. You're not Captain welcome Swan. here. Captain <sighs> Swan. Fire. I'm blank about uh, indicating angry. A curse word indicating angry about Mulan and Aurora because I I knew that. I knew it was Mulan was in love with Aurora, and I hope that maybe Mulan will find her true love. Uh, loving the bromance between Charming and Hook. It's precious. Uh, father-in-law material with there, right? No. Uh, I do have a theory that maybe Emma Emma's magic might save her father, or if it's true that Henry is supposed to save magic, maybe he's the one to save his grandfather. I could totally buy that. That's possible. Uh, looking forward to listening to your podcast. Thank you very much. He has to save both of his grandfathers then. Yes, this would that would be true. What? Maybe maybe he is not anybody's undoing. No. Apparently oh. I've unearthed something. You should just, see his eyes. They I just, just got as big as saucers. I just boom. Okay. The boy will be your undoing. It didn't the seer didn't say you the boy will be homie. the cause of your demise. The boy will be the dark one's undoing. Yeah, he won't be the dark one anymore. Yeah, he'll be normal. Just regular rumple stilt skin. Which he won't be the enough. dark one anymore. You're just now getting that? I am. Okay, I've been thinking that for about, well, when did that episode air? Well, don't I feel stupid. Now go ahead and read the next one. <laughs> no, it just kind of like came to It just like, claimed you. No, I, It just I, clicked. It just clicked. Just like that. <laughs> All right. This is from Elizabeth on our Facebook. I love your podcast. I love listening to your ideas and predictions. I personally keep wondering if once they find Henry, if Henry will not ever want to go home with Emma and Regina. Like the writers are planning a hook movie strategy wait what like the writers with the kids and hook was hook Uh, turned the kids against their father yes okay thank you (laughs) it's late um but that's already been done so why do it again (laughs) um i hope i'm wrong also i think that neverland is going to test henry's belief system it would be heartbreaking if the character who we can trust is always to always believe in something starts to have a crack in his belief system these are my thoughts love you guys Thank you, Elizabeth. Yeah, well, I definitely think uh, what Tink said in this episode about, um, 
you, you know, uh, he might have already been there too long might play into it. That mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think that was more he saying He hasn't that, been there that long, though. But I think that was more saying that Pan is so charismatic mm-hmm. that that he he was already good as done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I definitely think it, it, there – oh, what was the other thing? I, oh, something else I, I thought about uh, from Elizabeth's message here on our Facebook mm-hmm. is that she says that uh, – it would be heartbreaking if the character who we can trust to always believe in uh, something starts to have a crack in his belief system. Maybe that's the point. May- Everybody needs to have a crack. I, I, I mean, Pan seems to be running several different games here. Maybe one of those games is to make the truest believer not the truest believer. I'll always be the truest believer. I mean, believer. you know, we were talking about the big bad. Maybe, maybe, maybe at the end of the day, maybe Pan is the big bad and he wants to eliminate the person who could bring him down, a.k.a. Henry. The boy's going to be everybody's undoing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and the last uh, letter we have here is from uh, our, our number one fan, Wynn, who will be on... Don't greeting- be judgy. We have a lot of number one fans. We do. We do. I'm just saying. You I, can't I, rank them. I'm, I'm just saying in my heart, Wynn is the number one. Okay. No offense, any of our other number one fans. You're all my number But just personally ones. in my heart. Um, can't wait to talk to you this weekend. But she, she, uh, she, uh, she sponsored me for my Bleeding Cool coverage of Dragon Con That's last true. year. So she gave me money. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me birthday presents. No, but Wynn is going to be on Greetings from Wonderland this Saturday, which we're so pumped about. We're finally going to get her on an episode. It's Catch up on Wonderland, if nothing else, just so you can listen to Wynn on the podcast. Yay. But uh, Wynn writes in, I really enjoyed this episode. When there are several different plot threads going on with characters in different places, I find I pick a favorite and wish it was front and center when the others are on screen. Tonight, each scene was so interesting that I forgot about the others until the camera cut back to them. I thought the writers did a fabulous job of this time of weaving past and present here and there into a single story. I felt I really felt sorry for Mulan, who seemed cursed to be the third wheel on Couples Night. Aww. She has great chemistry with Robin Hood, but will he fall for Regina? Oh, well, at least she has a bigger pool of men to swim in since she joined his bandit posse. Uh, I, I, I don't want her to fall for Robin Hood because mm-hmm. he's not going to fall for her because he's, a, he's one of Regina's true loves. Once, once he runs into Regina, it's, it's pretty man much down. done, man down. done, yeah. done. But I, I, I don't know. I, I, I could see her. I, I mean, we, we don't know really uh, Mulan's backstory as we much. We have like, pretty much none. We, we don't know if the, if the movies canon, you know, where she had sort had of a someone. romantic relationship with a man before or not. So I mean, we, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, she uh, doesn't know what a movie is. This is true. So, nor that she kicks <laughs> And butt. for some reason, Neil couldn't explain it to her. I, I, I don't know how I, I couldn't explain it. But I thank you very much for thank writing you, in. Thank uh, you, Again, if you guys want to write in, uh, it's greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. And we love, love, love voicemail. Always feel free to dial up and give us a voicemail, especially right after the episode's aired at 424-274-2352. Okay, now you guys have a couple of assignments this week. One is to go to iTunes and review Greetings from Wonder. Wonderland, the Wonderland uh, offshoot where it's basically this this feed without the main episodes. And you also have to tweet Lee Ehrenberg, hashtag... Grumpy on greetings. Grumpy on greetings, to, so we can get Lee Ehrenberg on here. We want to talk to him. We really, really do. We're kind of really like him. Mm-hmm. A lot. It's a thing. A lot. We, have we a talk crush. about it a lot. Also, <clears throat> Swanfire. <laughs> Grump greetings. Swanfire. Grump, grumpy greetings. Okay, fine. Grumpy on greetings. Swanfire. <laughs> 
Captain Swan. Yeah, there you go. It only took me saying it four times for you to join in. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was going, my new ship was grumpy in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I ship it. I totally ship it. <laughs> I ship grumpy in this podcast every day. <laughs> every day. Totally ship it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you want to find me, uh, you, can, you can tweet me at Bill Meeks. And I'm at AMD Simone. I would also like to plug my superhero audiobook that is coming out uh, every week. Uh, there's actually two episodes this week, Ooh. and things are really starting to get interesting. It's called Dog Boy, Den of Thieves, and you can get more information about it. <laughs> Dog at- Boy, Den of Thieves by Bill Meeks. <laughs> That's how every episode starts. <laughs> But uh, you can get the free podcast, audiobook podcast and uh, more information about the book that's coming out in December at dogboyadventures.com. Uh, but I guess that's about it, right? Yep. I like it. I like it, too. So, uh, so yeah. I guess uh, – who closes this? Is it me? This is usually. You. It's always you. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Until next week. Greetings, greetings from, from Storybrook. Storybrook. That was so weird. I'm sorry. It's okay. It had to happen once in a while.